Okay. Hi. Hello. <laughs> I'm Laura. And I'm Neva. And this is Mr. Sister. In, in the, the city. city. <laughs> and we're on episode four, week four of the podcast. Week four. Okay. So before we jump into sex and the city. Whoa. Let's talk about four weeks of dating. Let's talk about what four weeks is. It's a month. Oh, it's it's a fortnight. Thirty, 30 days. days, thirty nights. Is that Bruce Willis? Twenty-eight night. Twenty-eight days later, Bruce Willis. <laughs> twenty-eight weeks later, it's the month. The month of before the, Christmas. The muffin of the month club. Ew, who's that? I don't know. Didn't people send those in the eighties? Like that's it. Yeah, like it's your birthday. I'm sending you a muffin a month. And then they had to make up that song, a muffin or a month. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it might be good to eat if you don't know just what it is. Remember, boys and girls, don't put, put it, it in, in your, your mouth. mouth. Okay, let's talk about what we've been doing staccato, this Staccato, staccato. Hey, got home. Hey, got home. Okay, talk about what you did this week. Wait, can we just do Kim Cattrall? And a barse and a beast and a waddle and a dog with the moon and the moon in the sky. And, and she's sky. like, she looked at all the he dogs and winked at all, <laughs> at the, all she the she dogs. dogs. <laughs> it's okay. not even scatting. That's not a scat. And the town never knew such a hellabaloo <laughs> as that little dog, Ray, at the end of the day. And okay, a beep, okay. and a bop, and a shippity okay. So I went to the homeland of the show oh, last week. Yes, I was in NYC, back where I lived before. I hit up Central Park. I did a walk. I hung out at the Great Lawn, watched people play baseball, which is my favorite activity in the, the world. What about the Sheep's Meadow? Uh, no, I, I don't, I walked past it many times, but I Bad don't enjoy girl. spending <laughs> time in the shoes. <laughs> that was like the genie from Aladdin. Um, I don't enjoy spending time in the sheep's meadow because you can bring dogs in there. Mm. So like, I don't want to sit in like dog peeps and like mm. stuff like that. But in the great lawn, there was a guy who was like very intimately cuddling with his golden retriever. Aww, I love it was them. like, the, no, I but it was like, they were retrievers. on a weird date. It was oh. like, they're on a weird, for, yeah, they were cuddling mm. in like, like Samantha and her 20 something, like mm. on the side. Yeah, we'll get top. to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so, so what good. are some highlights? So you went to Montauk, you I went saw to Rachel Hampton. <gasps> Can saw you Rachel please Zone. describe to our listeners what that experience was okay, like? Okay, we went to a place. I feel like the restaurant was called The Crow's Nest mm-hmm. in Montauk. It, it was. was beautiful. The lighting mm-hmm. was lovely. And, um, and everyone was worried about their hair because, like, there was a little bit of a spritz of rain in the air. Like, there was mm. a mist. Yes. And, too, my friend, I was like, oh, it's just like how Rachel Zoe says your hair controls your life. Oh, and then I saw, 100%. Right. And I know I always say that she said that. But then seconds after I said it, I saw this weird creature coming towards me in what looked like a long T-shirt and a scarf around the neck. And I was like, wow, it's really oh. not scarf weather. Mm. And I was like, oh. Rachel's own. Mm. It makes sense. Yeah, she looked her, the face looked very smooth and like youthful and like very well cared for. Like she just had a lot of cream put onto mm. it at a spa with mm-hmm. hot towels mm. for hours. Like she looked good. Like very glowy. 
glowy, dewy, refreshed. Well, when you're one bite, when you're one bite away from death, as is her case, um, you need to be usually, typically you're shivering. (laughs) You're in a constant (laughs) state of shiver. Um, what did you, what did you eat? Uh, we all shared stuff. So I know there was a seafood element. There was a pasta that was made of zucchinis that mm. I loved. There was, um, there was, uh, what did I, I think I had an Aperol spritz mm. or two or three. It was like really, it was a really enjoyable dinner. I had a lot of fun. I love good was, summer meals like that. I do too. It was so fun. And the night before we went to a place called the docks, which was like also really cool. Mm. Like, it, like the interior, the decoration, just, I don't know. Montauk's really beautiful. I loved my time there and it was just nice to be back in New York. But I have to say like when I, when I was on my walk this morning in LA, mm-hmm. TV shows and movies can never, cannot ever really capture New York or LA. It's not what it actually Tell is. Tell us why. Ever. I guess I guess it would be naive to think that anything could capture what's in a movie because that's all magic and music and Randy Newman. Like mm-hmm. when I first moved to New York, I used to listen to Randy Newman in Central Park because I was like, this is great. And I told one of my acting teachers that and she was like, that's sad. But I was like, is it? It's it's, it's a movie moment. But um, why would they say that that's sad that you're trying to produce a moment to feel a certain way? <laughs> Yeah, I know. Isn't that weird? No, I do that all the time. I totally yeah. agree with you. I think I think that what it is and um, the, the grittiness and n- I don't even know if that's what it is, but no, I not. agree with you. I think it's the human interaction of films. So let's say you see the movie uh, like When Harry Met Sally. It feels like everybody, even though, you know, everyone always says New Yorkers have a hard exterior, like the no, camaraderie and like they the, really don't. Well, they really like the nicest people. They are. But like, I guess what I'm trying to say is like in the movies, like I feel like the blanks are filled in versus like when you're actually on the streets of New York, like you don't have the same like character interaction that you do in the movies. So no. the movies always feel like, uh oh, Bruce. <laughs> oh, we're going to just wait while the squirrel. I knew I was going to be like, is it a squirrel? Yeah, it's, it's a, a squirrel. squirrel. I see the squirrel it's sitting comfortably on the fence. No plans to go anywhere. It's settling in. Sorry, Bruce. Mm. You have company. Oh, oh. Okay. We might okay. be in the clear. Um, but I feel like in the <laughs> movies, you have all of the inter- the character interaction. And New yeah. York can actually feel like a really lonely place if you don't have that. Like, it can feel very scarce and sparse. and There can be a vacancy yeah. where you feel like there's supposed to be all this activity right. going on. Because Which I do have to say when I live there, like, when I went back, and I haven't been back for a while, mm-hmm. I saw all of the same characters that I would see every morning at Central Park. Right. That I've been seeing for the past That's three years so of my interesting. life. I was like, oh, I know you. I know you. And there's a smile and a nod and whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, we all know each other. So there is a community, but it's... So do you think that's, that I has something think. to do with it? That definitely And what about in L.A.? I just don't even know what's going on here. I've been seeing different sides of uh, L.A. this week that I haven't seen before. Like what? Because Explain. I've actually been hanging out with people. Oh. So I hung out with my <laughs> old crew from Toronto and um, mm-hmm. just hearing their experience versus my experience here. And I also Do saw tell. my friend uh, Tara yesterday, which was oh, good. fun. So I got to kind of hear how she's been living out in L.A. Mm-hmm. And I told her how those girls are living in L.A. And I told her how I'm living in L.A. And I said, everyone interprets 
living in LA so differently. It means something different to everyone who's here. Yeah. There's like one, like just to hear how the girls in Toronto talked about, Oh, if I lived in LA, I would be single for X, Y, and Z reason. I'm like, well, just because you live there, doesn't mean all of a sudden you would drop your life and everything. Like you don't know that necessarily. So it was just intriguing that that's what they thought that living in LA meant because there's such an abundance of people. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, just, and they talked about dating younger guys and things like that too, so, uh. which is what this episode is about. And I was like, Ugh, no, yeah. which is what this episode is about. So I thought that, um, so it kind of interested me that it was all happening at the same time. Now I'd like to hear about your week. Okay. Let's see. Uh, what have I done this week? Um, I've done two yoga classes. That was good. Yeah. So we did one Blair and I, we did one on Monday that was much more gentle and relaxed. And then, um, we did one yesterday that was power yoga. So I'm feeling the burn in the legs today. Um, because let me just tell you that, uh, the legs and the arms and the, they were, they were moving to places that you wouldn't imagine that they can go <laughs> as you know, with yoga. Uh, wow. I've never taken a yoga. Actually, I've you taken haven't? a yoga class once. Oh, just a hot with yoga me? class in Calgary. Didn't I you and there. I ever do one together? No, we just did. We did a belly dancing class together. Oh my God. Can you please? It was like Berju. We did? Where? Yeah. At Flirty In Girl? Montreal. Oh, my God. I don't even remember that. Yeah. Tell me I, more. I remember it was very challenging because, like, there's a lot of different ways you can move your stomach. That's, I like, don't know. blocked from my mind, probably yeah. for good reason. Um, well, and the girl's stomach, she kept sticking it out. And I remember thinking, like, I don't want it my body to transform into that body <laughs> what else <laughs> I better leave <laughs> um Blair and I are working on putting together a little cooking show so we did some of that uh, that's so, so that's gonna be fun to share because I love cooking um you're so good what at else it. have I seen any friends this week um got together with Kelly um really that was all that I I want to say all that I had time for but I don't really know um have been doing a lot of um client work actually there's a lot back on the go which is really nice um and then I was thinking so back to LA though I've been hearing a lot of things about Tom Tom oh yeah so that's where I saw Lisa oh. so I, I walked past there a couple weeks ago and I saw her and it was, I was like, oh, what's that new restaurant? Because the title was, I guess, wasn't there. Oh, but when I drove new. back in from the airport, um, I was like, I was like, oh, there's that restaurant. I looked up and it was like Tom Tom. <gasps> and, and one of the, uh, the Vanderpump Rules girls, Stassi was on actually on my plane. Right. So, um, yeah. So that's Tom Tom. It's, it actually looks really nice. So we should probably go there when you come. Yeah. Cause I was just listening to oh, Jeff Lewis live. Yeah. yeah. And, um, Kyle Richards was on and she was saying how beautiful it is. It is. And it is. Yeah. The food is I excellent. I walked past it and drove past it. It is real. It's nicer than the others. Yeah. And she was saying, it's not only that, um, I'm friends with Lisa Vanderpump, but no, no, no. It's much nicer than the others. Are you caught up with the housewives of New York by chance? I'm not, I'm not. I listened to the latest bitch sesh bonus. Oh, I haven't about heard that the, yet. I saw. Um, yeah, I listened to that, but, um, I have not. I'm excited. Seen the reunions. Yeah. Oh. Me too. I haven't watched them for ages, but I'm excited. 
we're watching a really great new show called um, Killing Eve. Have you heard oh, of it? Have we talked about Eve. it? It's with yeah, Sandra, Sandra oh. oh. It's so yeah. good. She's, I'd like to see that. Yeah, she's um, in MI, MI5, MI6. What is the, what is it called? MI, when you're in the yeah, British I, intelligence. I know, I know. Um, it's one of those. Yeah, and she. It might be five. I and, think it's five. Yeah, and they're looking for a serial killer. It's so oh, good. I love that. But it's like I love that. somewhat comedic too. And it's See, I this, love that. Yeah, and it's this, Ru- well, plays a Russian girl. She's British, but she is so good. Uh, I love it. We are really That's enjoying like, um, it. Succession. So we're really liking that right now. So Succession is mm-hmm. like, um, it's. With I Fuller. Don't know, kind of has. I always forget that he was fuller Mm. because I'm trying so hard not to dislike him. So maybe that will help me. He's such an asshole in it. So we're talking about um, Kieran Culkin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really don't like him. Yeah. Like he gives me a really bad feeling. Yeah, I was eating sushi the other like and watching him last night. Mm -hmm. I almost choked on it because I got so upset when he came on to screen. I was like, Ugh. well, he's doing a good job being such he's an ass. He's doing that, yeah. And also, like, um, Cameron. I don't know if I can really Ferris handle Bueller. that show, to be honest. No, I get it. I only start, I got say? to two episodes. We just finished the second episode. I saw Kieran Culkin on Broadway. Oh. And this is our youth. Mm-hmm. With he was It was Kieran Culkin, some girl I don't know who she was, and mm-hmm. uh, Michael Sarah. Oh, you they hated it. They were so bad on Broadway, they are the worst actors. Oh. Anyways, mm. that's all. I know. Whatever. <laughs> okay, let's... Speaking of Broadway, speaking of New York, let's get into episode four, The Valley of the 20-something Guys. Okay, so are we... I have, like, a couple more hot topics just to... Oh, sorry. Go just ahead. to hop into quickly. Um, so I just want to say, um, and you might not have anything to say about this, but I just want to comment <laughs> on Justin Bieber's current look. He looks like Ace Ventura. I don't know what's happening. Oh, I want to. I want to comment on it too. Have you seen it? I saw a picture of him and Haley Baldwin holding hands, mm. and my immediate observation was how similar they look to each other. Oh, they were I wearing. Think he looks so much sweater. younger than her. Say. Let me finish. They were wearing the same sweater. They had the same hairstyle. <laughs> Their faces seem to have similar features. They're the same height. Hmm. I'm like, this could be a lasting relationship. Very Gwyneth they... and Brad. But the, did you see there's a slideshow of Brad Pitt? It's like Brad Pitt and all of his girlfriends. Right, whoever right. he's dating, he like yeah. takes on their look. It's like in Runaway Bride <laughs> when um, when it... Oh. The squirrel's back? I don't know. It's just like more intense. Um, excuse me, Bruce. Like, what do you see? (laughs) There's nothing to see. There's nothing. By the way, the other day, he almost had a very close encounter with a raccoon. It was on the shed, and he was beside it, and he didn't know the raccoon was there. And I somehow... Well, yeah. That could have been really... It could have been a really scrappy. Yeah, Yeah. he could have, like, held Bruce by the neck and taken his nail and, like, Well, I feel like nails are like like, a knife. Yeah, exactly. He slid it across his throat like a hostage across his throat. It was, like, not good. And then it could have come for me. (laughs) Okay, there's... I don't even see anything. Um, Okay, let's get it. Okay, so, so, yeah. Um, I was going to say, like, in Runaway Bride, when Richard Gere asks uh, Julia Roberts, or he's, like, trying to figure out what 
if she even has her own identity, basically, because every time she's with like the guy she's with, she transforms to be whatever. But he he asked each of them, like, what was your favorite eggs or what was her favorite eggs when you were together? And like one said sunny side up, one said scrambled and one said hard boiled. And um, finally, she had to like realize or finally, like in the end, she had to discover how she actually liked her eggs. But there are some people that literally can't make up their minds. They completely adapt to the person that they're with. And um, let's just hope for Justin and for um, and Haley. Haley that they know how to order their eggs for at the very least. Okay, I guess okay, I guess we're ready to get into it. Yeah, the Valley of the Twenty Something Guys. So it starts with Carrie writing "Once Upon a Time," and we open on Big and Carrie bumping into one another. Do you, and this what? Do all of the old ones start with "Once Upon a Time"? No, I don't think okay. so. Because I like noted that it was very fairy taleish, and I think I would have made that observation. So, uh, can I say something? Like, I've dreamt of bumping into a love interest, like being like you know, when you're dating someone, you're like, oh, how fun would it be if we like ran into each other? Yeah, that never happens. That doesn't happen. And she bumps into him over and over and over and over. Yeah, like as if they're like in the same. I just yeah. So they seem to meet everywhere on street corners. And then we see Big getting out of a taxi. It's like Big's not taking any taxis. He has that ma- that car he's always in. <laughs> Didn't and that surprise you? Uh, well, it surprised me. I he never know. takes taxis. He doesn't. He has that car. But then he's you hear like that New Yorkers are up in. like all real New Yorkers actually take the subway. Like if you're a real New Yorker, you take the subway. That's not true. <laughs> I know a New Yorker who has never taken the subway. Who? His whole life. I'm not saying who. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then she says that they're dating, practically dating accidentally because they've been, because they bumped into each other on so many so occasions. So many times. Yeah. They're, they're bumping into each other at parties. And I, I, when they show the party they bump into mm-hmm. each other at, I'm thinking, who, how, who, how often do one of those parties happen? Unless it's like a wedding or like a big catered thing are we talking about the party that samantha's throwing or this is one of the oh are you talking about the brisk no prior it's the one right before the brisk there's a big party there are a lot of events going on in that right and i was just having trouble keeping up and writing things down while observing all of these uh i know i always pause i always pause (laughs) so that's the only reason okay so then they decided that they wanted to pick a time to bump into each other Mm. purposely So it's Saturday, it's 10.30 p.m., and I thought that's very late for a first date. They're, they're heading to the hottest restaurant. Samantha's in the front of the line telling everybody who can come in, who can't come in. Her PR and, company's running it. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte has a new boyfriend who has the big three. Did he you looks, manners, and money. Did you recognize him? No. Drop Dead Diva. Huh. Remember who? how much we loved that show? Her I love that show. Sheesh. That's so interesting because I I researched a couple other people in this episode, but I didn't even care about Brian. Yeah. Ugh, Brian. Okay. So, and he's buying a painting from her, um, for, from, from her gallery. So it's love and a commission. And (laughs) then the first trouble comes along because Big is late for the first date. How do you feel about that? Let's talk about that. So, well, first of all, he calls it a drink thing. He won't commit to the D word, as she says. Date. He won't say date. 
drink mm-hmm. thing. And um, thing, the thing is such a th- that throws me off. It's so creepy. So what do I think about him being late? Well, okay, as Brenda, um, our mother's friend, would say, in fair is fair. In all fairness, he did, <laughs> as you saw, he did leave a message on her phone. Mm-hmm. Um, she went to the payphone to retrieve her message. And he did try to tell her that um, he was going to be late. So, all right. So he did give her forewarning. Yeah, he did. So let's get into the thing part. Because for me, when someone's like, if a guy's like, want to go for drinks? Mm. For me, I'm not like, oh, I'm going to figure this out what this is. I'm like, oh, we're going on a date. Oh, yeah, definitely. But can we just talk about payphones for one second? (laughs) Can we just talk about like not having cell phones? And how, yeah, like, you really, wild. well, yeah, and you had to be so organized. Even when I was, like, 18, 20 and living, in, living abroad, living in Germany, and I would leave the house, and I would have to have such solid plans with someone that I knew that if I was traveling, like, 30 to an hour of my yeah, time into the city, yeah, like, I had to make sure that that person was actually going to be there. And they always, always were. Like, I can count the amount of times that there was a situation that didn't really pan out because we had to be organized. So that's And now with cell phones, everyone cancels. Yeah. That's why everyone's so flaky because no one is accountable for actually like realizing that someone puts time and effort into, um, getting ready and like expecting the person to be there. That being said, I do it too on occasion. Like I do, I do it too. I always do it. (laughs) But it's a real problem. Um, I always wake up and I'm like, I don't want to see that. Yeah, I don't, so I was I don't a little nostalgic no. for that. I was like, when Me you too. didn't have the excuse or you knew that that person wasn't going to be able to get the call, get the message yes, in time. So you, you had, had to, to like put on your rain or shine and walk to the corner and, in the snow yeah, <laughs> and, and do the day and put on your enthusiasm face and ask 50 questions yeah. a, and, a minute because they're not going to ask you any questions. And then, um, so <laughs> Carrie gets um, Miranda to weigh in on his message. And um, basically, like, Miranda's like, I know how to, I know how to uh, give advice on a case, but I don't know how to give advice on a message, more or less. Like, how is anybody ever supposed to know what's really going through someone's mind? We no, just don't know. Never know. We don't know. We never know. Okay. And then we're joined by uh, John with one N, J-O-N, uh, the hottest <laughs> chef in the city. Um, oh, was that who he was? I couldn't <laughs> catch it. I was like, I yeah. don't know who he is. And then um, we're introduced to his friend, Sam. Sam. Wait, let me say. And then I write, oh, my God, it's Tim- Timothy Oliphant. So he's born on May 20th, Whoa. 1968 in Honolulu. Oh, can I, I didn't know say, that about him. He's... I, can I just say... I knew it. I could feel it. Yeah. He reminded me of this guy that I wanted to date with from Hawaii. Oh. I was like, he oh, looks exactly yeah. like that person. He is that person. I was so skeeved out. Oh. And then I looked up. He said, Hawaii. And then it made I was sense. Like, Bingo. Yeah. Bingo. It was, Bingo, like, a, it was like a light show. I just I knew it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was excited about that. You're right. I totally can see that. Can I say something else yeah. interesting about him? Okay. So um, him and Skipper... Oh, um, no. <laughs> oh, all my stuff. Okay. So they go way back. They were in a movie together. Did you together. type like, this up? No. They were in a – I, I was going to, like, pull up my notes, but all my, my internet, like, shut down before, so it's all gone. <laughs> so um, they were in 
um, a show oh. together. Like, they're, no, no, not a show, a movie. Surprising. And, yeah, so Ben Weeb. Oh, with Dean Kane, the Broken Hearts Club. Oh, that sounds very familiar. What year? Yeah, there was like a group. I'm going to so guess 93. 2000. Whoa. So, so pictured is Dean Kane, John Mahoney, Andrew Keegan, Zach Braff, Matt McGrath, oh. Timothy Oliphant, um, Billy Porter, and Ben Weber. So Ben Weber is, is Skipper. But the rest of them, that's such a 90s group. So John Mahoney, that's the father yeah, from Frasier. Oh. Then we have Dean Kane, like who I always picture as like Lacey Peterson's husband slash totally. Andrew Keegan from uh, 10 Things I Hate About You. Zach Braff from uh, Scrubs. Who from 10 Things I Hate About You? Andrew Keegan. Oh, so he's like the model guy. Nowhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I just was really he excited about that photo. He hasn't aged very well. I don't want to look. Don't. I'm not, I'm not going to look. Yeah. Just like there's someone else who hasn't aged well. Um, oh, right. Alton from Clueless. Um, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Oh, okay. God anyways. Um, so. Okay. Um, so Samantha is making out with oh, John. And oh, and Timothy Oliphant. I saw him at the comedy store a couple months <gasps> ago just sitting outside drinking. But I couldn't place who he was. He kept oh. walking back and forth past me when I was sitting outside. But I couldn't. I couldn't identify why. I was like, who is he? Was he the brother from Seventh Heaven? Like, I <laughs> Barry. <knew> he looked- <laughs> What's his name? Barry. 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 I don't know. I just knew he looked familiar. So I was like excited. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, everyone stop talking. Do you know who that is? I don't know and No one I cared because first- I was just with a group of actors. I just wanted to talk about themselves. I was like, <laughs> no, look. It's, it's like the guy from the WB. I think I like him from – what do I like him from? Um Santa, Santa Clarita. The, yeah, Santa Clarita Diet with Drew Barrymore. And then there's a movie called Catch and Release with Jennifer Garner. It's not that great. That was such an F-job yeah. movie. But I remember it had such not promise. Not as bad the as date, I thought, though. I watched it recently. But the date kept on getting pushed. It kept on yeah. getting pushed back. And, and I remember you were like, you know, that's a bad sign. It set. is. It's never a good sign when they have to do yeah. reshoots and stuff. No. Typically, that means, like, something's not working out. It didn't work out. Yeah. Because, yeah, they don't want to put more money into a production. And Hollywood! And um, what else? He was on the show, uh, Deadwood, I think, I want to say. Yeah. People loved yeah. him on that. But I know him from something else, but I That's don't... what I thought, too. But what? I all of First Wives Club. He had one what? scene. What? Okay. That um, can't be yeah. That can't be it. I know. I <laughs> but I love that like, movie. Oh. I love it. I know. You I don't also, know me. I think that, I think when I look at him, I think he's from stuff that he's not from. Weird. Because when I looked at his IMDb, I was like, no. Yeah, but what else? Skipper yeah, was, oh. um, yeah, Skipper was the, um, the guidance counselor in the show, everyone. <laughs> and I also think that he had a small role in Amir Has Two Faces. Which... He did. Yeah. He was a student. Yeah. 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 NCIS. Okay, anyway. Okay. So 20-something guys always know the really important people, mm. like busboys, bartenders. Bouncers, plus they have cute butts. <laughs> and I'm like, I've never understood the phenomena of women being like, man, that guy has a cute butt. I have never, and I don't think I ever will, think or say that about a person Blair has a bodacious booty I knew you were going to talk about that (laughs) I knew you were going to say that okay so Samantha is uh making out with John she's sleeping with John and then she's like rubbing his belly appears like skippers looking and he's like looking yeah oblivious appears with two rum and cokes um poor Miranda says I don't like rum and I don't like coke thanks (laughs) 
<laughs> which I think at this point in my life, I would say that too. At like 32 years old, I feel like you know a 14 year old orders a rum and coke because that's the only thing you have mm-hmm. heard about in the movies. Yeah. So if you go order that at a bar, even now they'd be like, oh, miss, can I see your ID? Yeah, it's so black. <laughs> it's like a highball that you get for 25 cents on a Thursday night when you're 18. Totally. Unless you're in like a 1920s themed restaurant slash yeah. bar. Cause that, and then it could feel kind of, you know. Yeah, it could do that with a little lime. Time. Maybe make it a Cuba Libre. Like yeah, spice it up a little. <laughs> but like the thought of it rum and coke makes me think of like warm warm drink disgusting sweaty kato listen it makes me think of how mom was like did i ever tell you about the night i had the spins baby duck oh no the spins the spins Uh. and she's how she drank so much rum and coke that i think she laid down and looked at the ceiling and it was spinning that makes me feel spinning (laughs) like spinning i'm that makes me sick Love her. Um, Okay, so Sam has returned with Martinis. He was a bartender at TGI Fridays. Have you ever been there? I've been in London. I've just bought the um, I've just bought the the glass. Oh, the mix. The mix. (laughs) Yeah. The oh yeah. That's like elephant. Yeah. I just said it's also cringeworthy because Skipper couldn't get martinis. They were out of them. Then Sam surfaces with the martinis. It's so embarrassing. And yeah, Sam's so hair is styled like NSYNC. It looks so <laughs> sleazy. And even though um, Skipper is 27, because we later see this in one of the on the b-ball court. Yeah, that's um, such bullshit. It's like clearly, even though we're talking about like the 20-something guy, they're all like he's 40. a big loser too. Poor Skipper, like, is <laughs> unmatched by the or not cannot does not match up to the cool factor of the others. And um, then back to Sam. He's got a tongue ring. That really sickened me. Mm-hmm. That and really at the exact moment that he is sharing this with her. And so he's touching yeah, it. Yeah, his tongue, like, shoots out like a gecko. And then she, like... And they do, like, a weird insert shot yeah. from the camera. Like, <laughs> we don't need... That's so It fucked. was very 90s. Um, and then totally. at that moment, Big appears with, like, a quizzical look on his face. And he's like... I spent 30 minutes outside trying to get in and 20 minutes looking for you in here. And now I'm out of time. And she's like, I was like, like, that's bullshit. That's what I wrote. (laughs) Well, and where's he going at a time? Where's he going? going? So the party starts at 1030. This probably happens. What? At like 1130 or 1230. He only has an hour and then he has to go. What is he going back to? Maybe it's an early morning meeting. So big, like, as we know from future, so Big is 40. At this point, he's twice divorced because um, in the future, we know that he marries um, Natasha, Natasha. And that's his third wife. Yeah, and she's wife number three. So, like, at this point, how old is he exactly? Do we know what their age difference is? I know. It says he's in his 40s because yeah. men in their 40s are like the New York Times crossword puzzle, tricky, complicated. You're never really sure but is you he got the right 48 answer. Or is he, like, 41? Is he 40? Just turn 40. I'm going to say 41 because everyone in the 90s looks older than they are. Yeah, and he's always, like, wearing large, hulking, like, um, suits. <laughs> like, suits and overcoats and, and uh, what are they called? Renaissance uh, outfits. <laughs> no, with oh, the, what? Oh, trade jacket. Trench coat. Yeah. Trench coat, not trade jacket. Yeah. I don't even know if that's true, but I feel like it. Um, I think it's swooping around. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... 
So she, so she said that, uh, yes, men, they're complicated, like a, like, uh, cross Sunday crossword puzzle. Yes. Tricky, complicated, and you're never really sure you got the right answer. Right. So then she doesn't sure how she feels. So Carrie and Sam leave together and they go to a 20 something club, Mm. which is even as a 20 something myself is my nightmare. (laughs) Like, I don't even want to be there. And then she says to Samantha, everyone here is in their twenties. And I love this because Samantha goes, so are we. <laughs> I love her. Um, it's so funny, though, because when I was in my 20s, the thought of being 30 was so, like, unappealing. But now it's completely the opposite. The thought of being I in my 20s is too. so unappealing. But I, I agree. think it's because not necessarily that I wouldn't love to be in my 20s again, but I hate what the 20-something millennial is. I it's do creepy. not like if, – if I could be a 20-something in the 90s – I love it. I'm so there. I hate the 20-somethings of now. Everybody's, like, very politically correct. Everybody's very, like... um, (laughs) like the 90s. Yeah. Everybody (laughs) is vegan. Everybody is on social media. Everybody is woke. Everybody is, like, trying to... It's a really big idiot. It's a big... It's just, like, a big snore fest. All right, so we kind of pan around the room, kind of like a mean girl style, because we're seeing who everybody is here. We have a groovy guy in a Kangle hat. All right. Oh, um, I wrote that to you, Kangle hats. Like, very uh, very Samuel L. Jackson. I have a couple Kangle hats. I, I, wrote, I thought Samuel L. Jackson, too. Mm-hmm. And then there's a corporate guy, and then there's a jock who's also wearing a Kangle hat. Um and all three of them are, are in their 20s, but again, they all look 40, so it's confused. And then um, there's an underage guy walking through the club who um, actually looks like he's in his 20s. So Carrie and Sam start making out, then we get to the next day. Um, Samantha calls Carrie in the morning and says, I'm, I'm so-, so fucked. <laughs> yes. Every way you can be fucked. And then she goes into it, like, on the side, on the back, upside down, and I'm back, and I'm back. And it's, like, really great. And um, during this phone call, Carrie immediately goes and grabs her Marlboro Light uh, to take a couple puffs while um, she finishes recanting the tale of her evening. Yes, because the um, the 20 guys are up for anything. So her and Sam just kissed all night, so she's exhausted. I feel like she went to bed at, like, 4 in the morning. And she looks on her arm and has Sam's phone number, which also That's so fun. Really, I thought it was fun, too. That really brought me back to the 90s. It yeah. really brought me back to, like, high school, like, specifically, like, a Halloween party I went to where I, like, woke up and had, like, a phone number on my arm. And, like, because people used to do fun stuff like that, like, have permanent markers, and they'd, like – draw on you because there was no cell phones that were like distracting all these events you just kind of got to be there and cell and then... phones just like save your phone number right away now so there's no yeah. need to even have to write anything down no actually i was on instagram uh chatting with an old friend from the past um and she said to me that when we used to go to Christie park mm-hmm. when we would sneak out at night in junior high she remembered me like yelling out someone's phone number that we like some that we went to elementary school with and she was like how did you remember that jenna <laughs> no um and she was saying like um she was like i don't know how you and she was like i don't know how you knew number off the top of your head <laughs> you just like knew it so we called him then we went to his house it was insane and <laughs> she's like because i was reading this article about she was reading an article about how 
nowadays no one has to everyone's getting dumber because they don't have to memorize things because cell phones you don't have to memorize phone numbers she's like that you always knew everyone's phone numbers yeah I did too I did too I had my little notebook with everything in it like I still know some people's numbers yeah me too right in here it's Mm -hmm. like crazy um anyways so so she has the urge to call him and then she asks the question are men in their 20s the new designer drug and then it's funny because it almost feels like in these first few episodes that charlotte's left out of totally the I group dynamic yeah because she's like, like i don't Samantha. know if i like her in it at this point no, no me either she's kind of like and the whole Too history square. Kind of, she's not very likable yeah she's just not very she's not really a person yeah and she doesn't so, even seem that like jazz to hang out with the other ones no, and I, like this is what I always wonder too. Like Carrie's clearly the anchor between mm. all of them, but mm-hmm. how did they meet? We never really no. ever get to the bottom of it. Yeah, not really. So Samantha, Carrie, and Miranda were all recreational users, but they. She wonders were they getting into something they couldn't handle? And I just want to say that yeah. there uh, there is the Carrie Diaries, and I have that, but I could not get into it. I can't. The thought of that makes me feel it's like an afterthought too. Upset. It makes me feel like it. Like the thought that they thought that that was okay to do that. Well, yeah, and it's like is written uh, by Candace Bushnell, but like I think she did it to make like you know another money. book. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, it's not I don't authentic like it. to it. it. Did you read me. the book Sex in the City? No, it was it was good. It was it was interesting, but the, like the structure of it is totally different. Like it was, I want to say it it was like stories. I don't remember like, but it was written, like it's based on her life, Candace Bushnell, but, and she's Carrie. Yeah. She has an interesting life. Um, We should talk about that at some point. We should. Okay. So then we, then we get to the question, what do younger guys see in older women? Mm. And then we go back to the, the, all the boys from the bar, the 20 something boys are playing a basketball game. And the Kangle hat guy says, women in their 30s um, are so grateful. Every bullshit nice thing you do is like throwing food to the starving. I was like, wow, that's like so, really, that's so not, that's so not the case. And they say um, good blowjobs. No, no, I wrote down all the things they said. So that was Jake, 25, and he's a a bass player and a dog walker, so he's a loser. Um, (laughs) And then Rich Stein, 27, a stock analyst. So they give great head and know a lot about wine. Okay. Mm, mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. So that's who he's hanging out with. Tim Walker, 24, is a med student, but he was the other uh, angle wearer at the party that they called a jock in the description. So I don't know what happened there. Um, and uh, they remind me of my mom was his I sentiment. thought that was ridiculous. Like, what is his mother like? Maybe he just meant they make him feel comfortable and cared for because they're more like they're not as selfish as 20-year-old girls. But they're that's what, that's not what I took that from much older. My God. I know. I feel like 20 and 30 is actually the same. Yeah. That's what I've realized. And um, Skipper is playing basketball, which, and he's the only one who doesn't sink a hoop. So, And Everyone again, I said, him. I wrote, yeah, right. Skipper, 27. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's Website no creator. way. <laughs> I they know who they are and what they want, and I want that. Yeah, I don't buy well, it for a second. Not happening, nice buddy. Try. Right. Nice. Okay. Try. And then we have Fred King, the 17-year-old high school senior, who says, smart pussy. Okay, Can I anyways, just say that one of the uh-huh. characters, you know um, Valley Brink Road? No. Uh, uh, her name is Barrett Prendergast. 
like you yeah. have looked at her Instagram. Anyways, I follow her. Um, one of the guys, one of the underage guys was her husband and I recognized <gasps> him and I wrote down, um, Andre question mark. And it is him. I looked at his IMDb. Isn't that hilarious? I love that. Mm-hmm. so. There are so many cameos on this show. It's amazing. Like Uh everybody's on here. It's so fun. It's so fun. So Carrie and Miranda are talking about how there are no available men in their thirties in New York city. Mm -hmm. Um, And Carrie wonders, do younger men feel safer? I would say from my perspective without them even answering is, um, I would say no, because I think that younger guys are even more immature. Like you always have to date older than you because though, because I think that emotionally, mentally, men especially are now. five years behind you. Especially but now. Always, well, always it's been the case. Like I've been, I was told like at a very young age that guys are always five years behind you. So you have to date like at least five years older than you if you want to have any sort of mature relationship. But like, I feel like now with Tinder and everything, it would be a million oh. times worse. Um, and then I, I thought it was foreshadowing because Miranda is talking about New York City and Julie, uh, um, Giuliani. Uh, Rudy Giuliani. And I was like, foreshadowing. Because now, as we know, she's a political maven and she's like she making moves in yeah. New York City. So I was like, I know, whoa, I love that. this is really um, interesting. Yeah. And then no, and what the, and the girls I was hanging out with the other night, they were talking about how on online dating, how it's all the same guys. So you'll be talking to your friends and like everyone's circulating this through the same people. It's like expanded the reach of people you have access to, but it's also narrowed it because you're all in the same pool, which really creeped me out. Jeez. Yeah. Um, and then Carrie runs off and she says that she has to do something for her editor for her column, but she's really running off to one of the hottest, hottest, uh, clothing spots in uh the 90s banana republic or or yeah. affectionately known as the banana on will and grace <laughs> oh i didn't know that yes just jack to pick out there. a shirt with sam yes i remember him working as okay yes. to pick out a shirt with sam and um they get caught making out in the change room and the employee iconically <laughs> I says please this isn't the gap i loved that that made me really I happy too i thought made that me was really too. shady and I liked it. I liked it too. But so is it Club Monaco and Gap that are the same companies? No. Or is it, no, is it Gap yeah, and Banana? And Old I Navy. So. They're sister companies. I so. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's great. Mm-hmm. So then uh, Big asks her for a drink again. Mm-hmm. And um, she's talking. And then uh, Charlotte calls Carrie as she's getting ready for this date. She's rushing out the door. Mm-hmm. And Brian asks her to blank. And it's so important that Carrie jumps into a taxi and gets into it and is with Charlotte. It was a gripping and moment, I will say. I know. I was like, what was it? I know. I didn't So Charlotte remember. said, we've been seeing each other for a couple of weeks. I really like you. And um, <laughs> tomorrow after dinner, I want to have anal sex. I like how Carrie was like, words are essential. I need you to tell me. I need you to give me the full breakdown. Yeah. So nuts. And then Miranda's in the taxi. Then she goes, it all depends. How much do you like him? And she lived at 66th and, or 62nd and Madison. Yeah. So I like, I like when we get those details. I like it too. And then, um, and then uh, Miranda's like, get sure real quick. Getting, or do you like him like getting married and moving 
to East Hampton or dating until someone better comes along. And then I wrote, poor Charlotte, if he goes up there, because they said that there's going to be a shift in power. That made me laugh really hard. It's all about control. There will be a shift in power. If he goes up there, either all you'll you'll have all the power or he will. He'll respect you more or less. (laughs) I know. I, I love it. And then meanwhile, the cabbie's like looking back. At he like loves it. At first he was kind of like looking with a furrowed brow, like, uh, uh-uh, uh, ladies. Oh, and of course, and then he turns around, um, <laughs> and Carrie's lighting up again. And she's like, if we're talking up the butt, I need a cigarette or a cigarette. Yeah. I think a cigarette's in order. Um, yeah. And then, and then Samantha gets in oh, and yeah. says, <laughs> a hole is a hole. <laughs> It's fabulous. It's fabulous. Right, right guys? And that's when the taxi driver's like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and lubricant. And then he slams oh. on the brakes. And um, Charlotte's oh. like, what's that? And they're all like, a preview. And they all, they all go wild. I wonder, I like, that was funny. would this topic be discussed the same way on a show today, do you think? I feel like people what would make a difference. I don't know. I just feel like they there's not as much. Um, I feel like people aren't as liberal with saying things that like real people actually do talk about. Like I feel like this actually is a real conversation that friends would have. Totally. Mm. Totally. I see that. Yeah. I just don't believe that they do that. They. Um, execute things the same way like now especially I don't know I think everyone's too scared yeah Mm -hmm. like everyone wants to appear too chaste or innocent or something I don't know what it is it's it's definitely different though Mm -hmm. I don't know younger though sometimes I'm comparing I'm thinking yeah like Hillary Duff and um I need to get Sutton back Foster into that. I loved and that the show. Redhead Buddy, and then the mm-hmm. our our lady from Goodfellas, uh, Gina Gersh. Oh, what's her name? Debbie she. Mazar. Yeah, I'm thinking of that crew. I feel like they would talk openly oh, about stuff, but show. it's like the same creators. Oh, it is. So, isn't it? I guess I knew that at some point. Yeah, Who, Neil or Patrick. E. King or King. Okay. Yeah, King for sure. Yeah, so the same (laughs) creator. So it has that kind of same. And I didn't do girls, so I don't really know if they were Uh, what they were discussing. Not that wasn't my cup of tea. It's just no. At first, I enjoyed it. Anyways, I don't want to get into that. I don't want to talk about it either. No, it's too upsetting. Oh, Darren Star. Darren Star. That's okay. Yeah. Okay, Big and Carrie finally meet. And he's brought a friend along, a friend named Jack. This guy's weird. I don't even see Big hanging out with him. He Big looked like he felt like he was a drag. And he said he'd been sobbing. No thanks. But, like, men do have weird friends like that sometimes. Maybe they were, like, producers on a project together and or, he's like, on like, the same board. So yeah. he's, like, taking him in. I wrote British asshole Jack. And he's he was like, I'm just divorced. I'm sure he is. I'm just divorced. And then he's like, I see a smoking woman across the restaurant. I'm going to go and ask her to have dinner with us, to join us for dinner. And Carrie for looks me, like totally so appalled. Like if that was me and this was like, again, like our second shot at a, at a date, I'd be like, I am never going out with this asshole man again about big. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm not doing it again. Yeah. Absolutely not. I was happy when she left. And I would absolutely not go out with him ever again. I would just 
n- avoid his calls. And then and that's it. Uh, Carrie's Carrie's basically like, I want to peace out, <laughs> and just like, um, this is she, the best part. Yeah, she's like, I'm gonna go work on my column. He's like, Are you sure? And she and says she that says, to him, absolutely. Which made me really happy. I just love me that line. Too. I feel like it me should. Too. I feel like that line didn't hit as much as it should have. Like, I think it should be brought back. It's a great I, line. So it's, in the, it's in the first episode. Mm-hmm. It's in this episode. I know another one. <gasps> Whoa. Spoiler but I'm not going to okay. say it. I'm not going to say it. But um, I was really excited. It really excited and me when I heard it. And then she, like, picked up her – Didn't she, know like, how to threw feel. down her tab – or threw down some money for to cover her drink. And she was like, this is that they was my don't really use credit cards and stuff, right? right? And it's she like, was like, that was my cab yeah. So I walked 48 blocks in $400 shoes. And I love she went to exercise. meet up with uh, Sam, the 20-something. Uh, sick. Mm-hmm. But the excitement was worn off. She needs yeah. more. Yeah. And then speaking of more, we head up to Charlotte and Brian. And I, sa- I thought, the whole thing just looked so upsetting. She looks so uncomfortable. And she yearned for a time when dinner was followed with dessert, not lubricant. <laughs> oh, I just thought the whole thing. I was just like, really like, oh, yeah. How awful. Well, I guess the reason I Men said, like, awful. could it be discussed this way anymore is because she's like, I don't want to be Mr. Mrs. Up the Butt. I feel like people <laughs> would be offended by that now. I feel like they'd be like, you know, I some people like it up the butt. Yeah. What's wrong with up the butt? Exactly. Like, like I feel like people like... take issue with that. To each their own. We're fine with it. I'm just saying, like, the language that's used, I'm not sure if people would um, write it that way now. I like that it was written that way because it felt realistic. I also and then Brian do says, people ask in advance or do they just, like, do it? I'm just saying. <laughs> I think they ask in advance. What? No, like, I mean, not, like, sorry. I shouldn't say do they ask in advance, but... Uh, like, I mean, like a day before or a week before, I mean, like yeah, I think in so. the while, cause then you the can act, buy the stuff and like, but while in the act can, then they'd be like, can I go up there? I think people do it both ways. I find it weird giving people, t- I don't know. I guess it's, it's both I ways. See both ways. <laughs> yeah. It goes, it goes both ways. And then Brian says, can we fuck the regular way? And she says, yes. Yeah. She's and, happy that they, they decide to do it. In a in a courteous manner. <laughs> oh right, three hundred thread cotton, cotton in a nice, like respectful way. Yes, I was like, okay. And then in contrast, downtown oh, Samantha. Boy. Oh, the, oh, oh, this Samantha. is. I hated this. So Me much. too. When he was like, you know, when you the twenty something is lying next to her, and he says, you know, when you lay like that, you have the cutest little wrinkles like, in break. your neck. Give me I a wrote, break. What the what kind of person would say that? And then she like, dropped him right then and there. Yeah, yeah. And she realized as long as she dated someone younger, she would always be Yeah, but older. what about in the future when her and Smith Jared hook up and shack up together for like 10 years? He's much younger. So we will, you know, keep you bank that moment. Okay, so Carrie <laughs> has now gone deeper and deeper. Oh, I write she's bunk bed. Apartment. It looks like she's on a bunk bed. <laughs> I wrote there's I shit his apartment. everywhere. Yeah, it made it's me so, feel like it's like red. It's ugly. Yeah, I had like, like bad tingly feelings happening everywhere. Bonds, candles from Urban Outfitters, which I used ugh. to love buying. It just looks like Pizza everything boxes. would be sticky. Like everything yeah. is sticky and gross, and there's probably crumbs like, everywhere. There's probably like those little dust hairs everywhere. 
like just like a gross boy apartment like why can't guys get their act together and I don't he's understand. like oh i had an amazing dream last night my it's father and ex-girlfriend was dead. Dead. were dead they had big hands they were like aluminum and carrie at this point starts spiraling she's like i need to get the hell out of here mm-hmm. she runs downstairs and there's like a figure wearing like a tie-dyed ben and jerry shirt I, don't even I know thought he was wearing a no shirt. That's what, no, 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 like, not the, like, ah. not the. Oh, roommate. that! Like, there I was wrote like it's a like um. I wrote or... it's like the Martin Scorsese the After Hours. <laughs> like it was like a mannequin. Yeah, mannequin. Oh, which starred um Kim Cattrall. Kim didn't Cattrall. It, mm, cool. it all full comes circle. back full circle. And then um, and then and he wrote his apartment is a pigsty, <laughs> and he has no coffee filters. We're gonna also, get to that. Just, Okay. Yeah. yeah. So Carrie then. Oh, and he's like, Carrie, you're a beautiful unicorn in my dream with glass with glass <laughs> eyes. <laughs> and she funny. screams as the roommate comes around the corner. <laughs> he looks like I like already... long straight hair, yeah. like Marilyn Manson. Yeah, he looks like a character from like, like Detroit Rock girl. City or something. And <laughs> Triangle then, Rock. Yeah, and then um, like every fiber in her being is like completely repulsed, and Revolted. she goes to use the bathroom, which and then she. And then she reaches for the toilet paper, and, and that's when she realizes this is a situation that cannot be reversed. But that's not just guys in their twenties. This is every guy. So true. This is not just a twenty. This is I all don't think guys. that Blair has ever replaced the toilet paper roll once. They just can't. Even guys if it's sitting right beside it. In their brain. It. Yeah. Yeah. Like in Mallory and I talked about it's this. Shocking. She was like, I just don't get it. It's yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Um and, and then she's like wearing a fur coat. I we re- really didn't touch oh. on her wardrobe throughout the whole um I really took I wrote about this too. I was like, Blair she heard what I said amazing. and he, he just texted me and said lies. So he claims that he has replaced the toilet paper. What I will say though is he will leave an <laughs> empty roll on the thing and I will have to remove it every single time. Or he'll remove that and that will be sitting on the counter. <laughs> but it will still not be thrown out. So it's like there's an aversion to throwing out the used toilet paper roll or replacing it. Okay, she's wearing a fur coat. Again, I don't think that this fur, fur coat that she always wore, if that characters would be wearing those, especially not in their 30s. Like a 30-something wouldn't be wearing a fur coat like that. Not Although like that. she looks great. She um, looked so good, I thought. And she's wearing her, um, What? where's the bag from? Is it Barney's New York? Oh, I don't Because she goes... Because she, she goes shoe shopping. Yes, yes. Ah, way better addiction. It's a new chapter. She's not a girl, not yet a woman. I like, like when she says She's outgrown 20s boys, but she's not ready for the men of her, men future. Of her future. I like that. And she runs into big when she's – so she's wearing the fur jacket. She's holding the Barney shoe bag. Um, and I thought she, liked really looked amazing to be running into him. So I was really yeah, happy. Yeah, she looked really good. Yeah, and he's so intrigued by her. And they're at lunch. She, he's at lunch yeah. now with Jack the British asshole and oh. a new and girlfriend. And she gets the crossword puzzle at the table. She gets the word hinge. It was very impressive. She, she played it so cool. A five letter word said, that brings, or that means to bring people together. Yeah. So it was like, oh, which is so nice. And then she said, maybe all men are, um, are at, or what did I write? <laughs> I said, I like them together. Carrie and big. I said, no, but what did she write? Maybe all men are sometimes they bring oh addicted okay maybe uh, all men are are addiction sometimes they bring you down and sometimes they get you so high or all men are a drug okay so she says maybe all men are a drug sometimes they bring you down and sometimes they get you so high 
So that's the episode. Um, oh, I also wrote, I like looking back because she was like, it would have oh, been so she, cool if I hadn't looked back at him. But I, I like that. It was so cute that like she that. did. And I like looking back too. And like, I like that. As we have and that's always on, like she's the always 90s skipping movies. away. She's always skipping. She has like, yeah. she has like a cute little skip, SJP. Because she's little, yeah. All right, so now I want to get into the bad, the worst dating. So on Twitter, someone called at underscore it's Miss Bree posted, ladies, tell me your worst date. And the answers I thought were really funny. So I'll just go through. I'm going to read. There's just a few of them. So I'll read them and then react to them. Okay. Okay. A guy spent all of dinner telling me about his ex-girlfriend. Oh. After each breakup, he had to move out of their places and move back home. Yeah. Then he asked me how big my apartment <gasps> was. I love that. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Okay. Uh, he took me to a dinner where he didn't make reservations, so we couldn't get a table. We went to a different place where he proceeds to drink too much. Mm. On the way home, he asked me to get out two stops before my actual station to watch him pee <gasps> into the train tracks. Oh. What is this? Okay, he picked me up on a Sunday morning. I thought we were going to have a breakfast date at a hotel. We ended up in the hotel's conference room where his church gatherers had to sit through a two-hour service. Yikes. Over coffee, he told me he was married, but that his wife was flexible. Uh, there was no second date. Uh, Are these great? Okay. Who wrote ta- these? People just answered in. Uh, okay. He talked about himself nonstop and only asked me two questions. One, was Michael Jackson guilty? Oh. And two... What was the point That's of the Dewey Decimal question. System? Oh, these are both questions that are deeper than that face value. Yeah. <laughs> then he got an emergency text about a fire in the chemistry. No, lab. not real. He was supervising and invited me to come. Oh, real. Hard pass. Uh-oh. I know. I thought it wasn't going to be real, what? too. Okay. Went to see a movie with a dude who was 21, I think, Mm-mm. when I was 16. Oh. Two separate times, he looks me dead in the eyes and says, you have very nice teeth. And it really unsettled me, and I never spoke to him again. <laughs> okay. I showed up to meet a guy I'd only talked to online, and the first thing out of his mouth was, you looked prettier in your pictures. <gasps> How rude. <laughs> Coincidentally, it was also my shortest date. Uh, see, this is, this is new age dating. It's disgusting. Totally. It's fucked up. Okay. He was a professional athlete who kept making sure I knew how impressive he was. Troubling. And then told me in the car on the way to the restaurant, there's a 90% chance I'm going to sleep with you tonight. <gasps> this is like I- the guy on The Bachelor that ended up with Andy, the baseball Oof. player, Josh. Oh. So while well, she says, I guess he underestimated my 10% say in the matter. Oh, I, I guess she like didn't that. sleep with him. So, Yeah. First date, he took me home and we cooked and ate dinner with his mom and dad. <laughs> it all depends what the circumstances of that are. I would have actually been fine. Yeah, with depending it. on what is, <laughs> if it's the first time you're like unusual and would make me very It'd uncomfortable. Be weird, but I would still like be like, oh, okay, he's nice. And all then, right. so, <laughs> oh, this is a good again. one. Okay, okay yeah. this is the last one. We watched The Dark Knight in his room, and he kept pausing it to check that I understood what was going on. 
He also lent me Sophie's <laughs> choice so that I would understand his degree better. He was in philosophy. I hate this person. Aren't these so fun? Okay, that was the I last love one. them. Okay, well, I this was good. Too. This was a fun episode. I feel like we covered yeah. a lot. We did. I loved it. All right. Bye, mister. Oh, wait. I'm mister. Bye, mister. Okay, bye, sister. Okay, see you next week. In the city. Mr. Sister in the city. Bye.